This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Hi everyone, it's Delfina Correa here again from Be Made Whole and Maxwell Leadership. It's great to be with you today. Nike says there is no finish line. Today we are um, coming towards the end of a series with the title The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth based on the book by John Maxwell. And I want to talk today about the law of expansion. When it comes to your personal growth, uh, the law of expansion says that my growth will always increase my capacity. And when Nike says there is no finish line, it really does tie in with that. Um, if you think about a finish, uh, a finish line, it's like an end point. And when there's no finish line, it's kind of like a, a, a statement saying that you just keep going. So in terms of our growth, our capacity, there's no limit to our capacity. That sounds very exciting, doesn't it? It means that your growth potential is kind of unlimited. And once you truly get stretched, you, you actually are never content to go back to where you are since I, to where you were at least. Since I started to put a lot of attention on my personal growth, I found it, it's, uh, you become almost like it's, you know, you could say it's like an addiction. You just want to keep on growing. You don't ever want to go back. And when you're stretching and growing, it creates a, a kind of a dissatisfaction that you don't ever want to go back to the, you know, the good old days. You know, the good old days were good. I've got a lot of good memories of the past. The good old days were good. And uh, there's a lot of wonderful things that I've brought to, into today that come from my past. And I'm thankful for all those things, but I have no desire to go back because I discovered that when I grow and as I've grown, my life has improved. Uh, why would I even want to go back there? Those were kind of the, the stepping stones that brought me to where I am today. There's just something exciting about increasing your capacity. It just makes you want to keep on going. You don't want to look around and look back and long for the past. You just want to keep looking towards the future. And as you increase your capacity, you'll discover that you can't actually get to capacity. Remember what Nike said, there is no finish line? Just think about that. There is no finish line. There's always more room to grow. There's always more uh, room to stretch. There's always more expanding that you can do. This is a huge thing. I'm going to keep on growing. There's something about growing that just excites me. Uh, people who enjoy growth and who are passionate about growing, I find that they've got a zest for life and an excitement about life that you don't see that other people have. I've, I've noticed my excitement for life has increased when I started growing. So you want to have this uh, mind that there's no limit for me. There's no limit to my growth. I cannot tap it out. We don't arrive. We don't say done, finished until our last day on earth. The day that I get to the point where I stop getting ideas and I stop wanting to grow. And to me, things, those kind of signs, they are sure signs that I've completed my assignment on this earth. I'm ready to go home. <laughs> Might as well check out. That's the day I start planning my funeral. Not my funeral, my funeral. But funeral is a topic for another day. <laughs> and once you fall in love with growing, you just never want to stop. 
it's like a a journey that you never want to get off in like a like a train you know that you just never want to get off you don't want to stop you don't want to arrive you don't want to graduate you just want to keep on growing we shouldn't uh have this thing that I'm going to reach the peak. You know, you get that saying, I've reached the peak of this or the peak of my career or the peak. When we have that kind of destination idea that there's a destination, it implies a limit. You know, this is as far as I can go. I cannot go further. But I want to encourage you to rather have the mind of Nike and say, there is no finish line. John Maxwell says that, 90% is your potential number. Now, this 90% is based on this idea. I'm sure you've heard it before. For many years as a, as a teenager, I heard this, that idea that we're using um, 10% of our brain. You know, uh, people have spoken about that. They said the average person uses only about 10% of their brain. And, and um, uh, like Einstein was something like 15% or something like that, uh, like he was using more than the average person. So but what they're saying is that we're only using 10% of our true potential. Now, if that is true, then the average person has got a huge uh, opportunity and huge room for improvement. The, the odds are so big, you, you actually can't miss. You know, the, 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 ch- the chances of you uh, reaching your potential, it's like, or, or moving in the direction of your potential is so high. Because it's, it's like you've just started cultivating this little piece of land and you're just in the little corner. We haven't even begun yet. We haven't barely begun and we cannot miss. 90%. We're not even almost there. You know, there's, that, there's no such thing as almost there if you're only on 10%. But the question I want to ask is, how do we then tap into this 90%, this potential number that we've got? I believe when it comes to uh, potential and stretching and growing and moving forward, we've got to change a few things if we want to s- start tapping into this potential. I believe it's in how we think and what we do. The way we think actually produces our actions in the end. Our thoughts eventually become our actions. And there are a few, I would say, minor changes in your thinking that have a huge impact. I've got three things here for you today. If you're listening and you want to know, um, you know, how can I then um, start to increase my capacity? How can I begin to move in the direction of my potential? I'll give you three ways of thinking that you can change and three ways of the way you can change what you do. That will help you. It will just get you on the journey. There's a lot that you can do. These are just some ideas that will help you. So when it comes to our thinking, we need to stop thinking more work and we've got to start thinking what works. You know that saying, I'm sure you've heard it, um, you've got to uh, not, uh, not work hard, but you've got to work smart. Work smarter, not harder. Uh, that's quite a well-known saying. And it's true, if you think about it, if working longer hours and working harder and putting in uh, you know, exhausting yourself with working in a, in a, like a laboring. If that produced success, then surely developing countries would be way ahead of the rest of the world. They would be the forerunners today. So we know that it's not how, uh, uh, so much how hard we work, 
But it's, is what we are doing actually producing the results that we want? You can ve- work very hard and move in a direction that can not cause you any benefit. But if you first work smart, think of the smart way to work, ask yourself what works, and then you apply your labor or hard work, if you will, to that, then you're going to find yourself reaping the rewards of that hard work that's going to benefit you in the future. I've watched so many amazing, uh, sincere people, hardworking people. They worked so hard and good people, but they couldn't reach a point of success because they didn't realize that they were just working harder. They kept working harder, but they were not thinking of what uh, what they were doing and, and asking the question, what works? Does this work? Is this smarter or isn't it? And uh, that's how we know that it's not only hard work. It's more important to know what works and then to apply the hard work to that. You kind of could say that the hard work serves the smart work. First the smart work and then out of that comes the hard work and then you will achieve the rewards and the results for that hard work that you desire. We also need to stop thinking, can I, and start thinking, how can I? Just think about those two questions for a moment. Can I, it's kind of got a, it's finite. It's a yes or a no question. And when you say, if the answer is no, there's doubt and there's limitation in that. But when I say, how can I, then it's like, I've already settled the issue. The answer is yes. It's just which which way am I going to go now? And and that kind of it's almost uh, like an open ended kind of question. There's so many ways it can go because when you say how, there are many hows to do a thing. There are many different ways that you can do it, and it gets the creative mind going to start to find different ways of uh, solving a problem or achieving something. And that brings me to the next point of of the 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 one door one way thinking. We got to stop that way of thinking. We got to think many doors, many ways. And when we ask, how can I? That kind of gets us going in this direction of there being many ways. You know, uh, the idea that there's only one door of opportunity for you and I, you know, if you don't catch it, if you miss it, that's it. That's your last chance. You're never going to get another one. That whole idea, you know, I don't know where we got it from. You know, it's just, it's really a bunch of garbage. It's there's no truth in it. I think maybe the marketing industry did that. Have you ever um or, or caused that thinking? Have you ever heard those adverts? You know, it's the the chance of a lifetime. You it's never to be repeated. Um, you're never gonna get it again if you don't get it. If you don't do it, or buy it by this time, then that's it. It's your last chance. And and there's all this kind of a you know, if you don't do it now, then it's just the end for you. And, you know, that's really not true because opportunities are around us all the time. But if we have the mindset that, well, if I miss that, that's the end. It's never coming. I'm never even going to look for more opportunities. I'm never going to look for that same opportunity to come around again or even a better one. You also got to realize that if you find that open door and you go through it, this one door, you're going to find, you know, you might be disappointed because that's not going to be your make it or break it door. When you go through that door, you discover that it doesn't have all the solutions for you. And then there's normally another door that you've got to go through. 
And when you get to solutions to things, you will find that you had to go through many doors. The one door just gave you access to the next door. So there are always many doors and there are always many ways. And if we don't believe that, it stops us. If I just feel like if I don't get through that door, that's it. It's over. I don't even look for the other doors. But those doors are all standing there right in front of me. But if I don't know to look for them, I will never find them. So many doors, many ways. And the way of we, the way we do things. Now, that, that's just getting you the mindset. But now, how about our actions? This is very important because, you know, without actions, thoughts don't go anywhere. Thoughts don't produce anything by themselves. They've got to produce, or at least they don't achieve anything all by themselves. They've got to produce an action. And it's in the action that the change comes. And we've got to stop doing only the things that we've done. And we've got to start doing those things that we could and should do. Now, this is very important. Ever heard that saying, uh, insanity is like doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result? It's true. It really is true. Uh, I want to quote John Maxwell here, a very important thing that he said. John said, at first, because this will help you to move to move from uh, the things that you have done to doing the things that you should and could do. So this is how he, how he uh, explains it and how you can be guided through this process. At first, he said, you do what you know. So that's where you start. You do what you know, you know, what you have done. You start there. But the more that you do what you know, you're going to discover additional worthy things, innovative things, different ways that you know that you should do things. You begin to realize, oh, I should actually make this adjustment. Now, at this point, this is a very key point because now you got to make a pivotal decision. Uh, you got to move across. It's like you got to make a shift now. You got to make a shift in what you're doing. If you know what you should do, but you continue in what you've always done, what's going to happen is you're going to land up in a rut. You're going to land up in a repeat cycle. You're going to kind of get stuck there, like spinning the wheels in the sand. But if you know what you should do, and then you actually act on that, and you act on what you know you should do, then what's going to happen is you're going to start growing. Now you're moving in a direction. You're not wheel spinning anymore. And as you start to grow, out of that, you're going to begin leading. Leading, if you keep on growing, and you don't stop growing. Eventually you move, you will move from a follower to a leader. That's just, that's going to happen. It'll always happen. If, if we don't move from following to leading, it's because we stopped growing. We reached a point where we said, I'm satisfied. And then we, we don't move over into the leading part of growth. So we got to get out of our comfort zone of doing the same thing over and over. And we've got to stay in our strength zone. Now, throughout this whole series, I've spoken a lot about comfort zone and the strength zone. And uh, later on, at the end of this segment, I'm going to give you some um, information where you can get the podcasts and the recordings of these series because you'll get a lot more on comfort zone and the strength zone. Uh, we speak a lot about that and we give a lot of ideas and ways on how that you can, you can be helped to get out of a comfort zone and how to stay in your strength zone. There's a series as well on uh, putting your dream to the test, which talks a lot about the comfort zone and the strength zone. 
There's also a series on uh, leading through crisis, which talks a whole lot about the comfort zone, and it's really going to help you. Uh, so if you want more information on that, um, at the end I'll give you the information where you can get those uh, recordings, and you can uh, it'll really help you. You know, you can glean from that knowledge so that it can help you to grow and you the, so you can change from just doing the same things over and moving over into growth territory and when it comes to the way we do things we also got to stop doing now this is really huge and I'll tell you why now we got to stop doing what is expected and we're going to start doing more than is expected because there's not a lot of people that are doing that percentage wise in terms of uh, the whole population of the world a smaller percentage is doing more than expected than all the rest. It's, it's They are less doing more and there's a whole lot more of us who are just doing what is expected and even doing less than is expected. Jack Welch said, uh, this is what he calls it, he calls it getting out of the pile. Have your standards higher than the people who have standards for you. You know, in a work environment, if you just... Do a little bit more than the other people around you. You'll stand out. You'll stick out like a sore thumb. It doesn't take much, really, uh, especially in the time that we're living in today where there's so much mediocrity. Uh, you will stand out so easily. And when that, that company needs to retrench people, you the one. You will be the one that they want to keep. Uh, when they're looking to promote somebody, you're the one they're going to see because you're standing out of the pile. Ever looked into a pot of peas? You know, they all look the same. You can't differentiate between one pea or another. But if there's one there that's red, you're going to see that one. And so uh, you want to stand out of the pile. There's a, there is a phrase I saw written one day. It's, it's a quote. I don't know who said it, but it's uh, so true. It says, there are no traffic jams on the extra mile. So I want to encourage you today, get out the traffic jam. Who likes a traffic jam? <laughs> and get on to the extra mile. We also got to stop doing important things once in a while. Now, this is also really very important. Uh, we got to stop doing the important things once in a while and start doing important things every day. Now, I'm not saying do everything every day. We can't. But you got to decide what's the most important thing for you and for your future, for your family's future, for your business future. What is really going to serve you? And those are the things you want to do every day. Don't treat it like a birthday, you know, once a year you celebrate, but do those things, those important things every day. You know, this 90% uh, number, I think it's a trick. I don't think it's really a kind of a target that you can reach. Because when you start growing, the more you learn, the more you're going to realize how little you know. Oh boy, didn't I find that out when I really started growing intentionally. And the more you do, the more you're going to realize how much you just haven't done yet. There's just so much more. It's like, wow, the world just opens up ahead of you. And the more you experience, the more you're going to realize that you haven't experienced nearly enough. There's so much more out there. And that number, that 90%, it's always out in front of you. It just never seems to run out. It seems like it keeps moving away from you. It's like trying to catch something and it's running away. And and that's what makes it exciting. That's why there is no finish line. So I want to encourage you today to be of the mind that there is no finish line. So that's the end of today. Uh, um, next week we will wrap up the series. 
the 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. In the meantime, you're welcome to visit my website at bemadewhole.co.za. There you'll see all the John Maxwell courses that I'm licensed to train. I'm a certified Maxwell leadership trainer and coach. And so you can check that out there and get all that info. If you're listening and you want to become a certified Maxwell leadership uh, coach or trainer, um, get in touch with me. I can help you with that too. My books are there that I've written. There are uh, ebooks available as downloads. And there are also hard copies that you can purchase online and uh, we can deliver anywhere in South Africa. Uh, but if you live near a Bright's Hardware, uh, you, my books are available at selected Bright's Hardware stores. You can pick the one up there. And uh, for information on which stores have them, you can check the website. And then there's the blog. This is important. It's got the teachings, videos, and also the podcast. And all these recordings of these series on Radio K Pulpit will be available there on my podcast. You can subscribe and you can stay up to date with all the latest podcasts coming through. The series I spoke about earlier, Put Your Dream to the Test and Leading Through Crisis, all those recordings are on the podcast there. There's also social social media. And there is the Community Transformation tab. And there you will see what uh, Be Made Whole as a company is doing in a community in South Africa as well as other countries of Africa. Thank you so much for being with me. Please join me again next week as we wrap up this series with our last law of growth. Thank you very much. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.